Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Psionic Suiyobi here on Akira Minute, <laughs> the only English language podcast that examines, elucidates, and embiggens the classic 1988 uh, sci-fi dystopia cyberpunk Neo-Tokyo blowing up rowdy Lollapalooza Akira one minute at a time. I am one of your hosts, Jack Stovold from jacksdiscovery.libson.com. I am one of your hosts, Richard Dunham from dunhamrc.com. I'm a co-host, Todd Lucas from edgeoftomorrow.com. I am Dave Forsyth from the aforementioned Edge of Tomorrow, which is also a .com, apparently. Oh, is it a .com now? They're a yeah, .com, .com now. now. <laughs> well... You know, the bubble burst and they were so cheap, so yeah. we decided to get one. <laughs> should get that uh, new dot .fun. That's your tomorrow dot .fun. It certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cons- we consider ourselves dot .fun, even though we don't own the domain. So Yeah, that's how I've always thought of you in the <laughs> several hours I've known you. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, showing up again for Minute 58 of Akira. Which uh, begins with Kaneda and Kay listening to a radio report about their friend Tetsuo in their cool car. And it ends with Tetsuo approaching the baby room. Yeah, my notes here say that the the, um, speeder's radio is modeling for its (laughs) close-up. Yes. (laughs) We spend a lot of time looking at this radio console and zooming in slowly. (laughs) Yeah. So dramatic. It it took him, you know... A full quarter of a minute, last minute, just to figure out how to fly the thing. But he instantly knows where the radio is and and the volume, like, yeah, and the volume, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at that dash, and you tell me which one is the radio volume. <laughs> it's not, not gonna not happen. Possible. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a classic panel with a bunch of buttons that are unmarked. Yep, and it's very much X wing buttons. The more I look at it, yes, right. You know, those <laughs> yes. Big yes, targeting computer buttons. I, I can see where the targeting yes. computer button is though. Right. It's the big bright one right there. Yeah. <laughs> he switched it off. There must be something wrong. Yeah. This looks like something I would have drawn on a uh, on a piece of paper and put like on a desk when I was eight years oh, old. You too? You did that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd get the paper and you'd you'd have to put the little targeting rectangle and yep. like part of your your windscreen and all the buttons. Yeah. Absolutely. Switch to targeting computer. Yes, sir. <laughs> there so there also looks like a a map but it doesn't seem to really correspond to anything they're going through it's very everything's very rectangular on it so i don't know what's going on with that it's like a networking diagram because this is you know they're working on the cables <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah doesn't seem very is... useful when you're flying on a hovercraft at high speeds but what do i know that map shows junction box 75 and this one shows <laughs> Cable Chase the, 93. The map does seem to change and morph a bit as they're, you know, if, if you keep your eye on it, it, it's slowly being pushed off the top edge of the screen, but it's still doing stuff. So, that's, oh, yeah. It may not mean anything, but it's a lot of extra detail that they went, you know, the extra mile for. It kind of looks like, um, what's that tank game, Battlecraft, or am I thinking of? Oh, yeah. So the, the ray traced uh, the, yeah, tanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's, he's got like a little odometer, <laughs> like <laughs> like an old school like analog to odometer on the right there. How fast is he going? Uh, well, I don't know, but he's gone like probably thirty thousand kilometers something <laughs> so far. It's hard to tell because it's mostly flickering because of uh, strands of his uh, bangs interrupting the numbers. Yeah, gone out of bangs. Isn't he supposed to be like fifteen? <laughs> yeah, fourteen, I think. Right. Oh, geez. Now this is the dystopian future, so life expectancy is short. That we were promised and never happened. <laughs> we got a different lamer kind instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> we 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 got a couple big portions of this future. <laughs> yeah, but no hover bikes. What the hell? Oh no, we didn't get hover bikes. Where's my hoverboards? Where are my hover bikes? Where's the all the dang things that hover? God dang it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I was talking to Todd about this earlier today, maybe yesterday, but when I rewatched the film in preparation for this, I paid a lot more attention to the sort of insurrection and coup portions of the movie. Mm. And I was like, hmm, what, what could have possibly piqued my interest in, in those particular topics <laughs> right. at this well, point in time? I, but it, it, it was almost like a feel-good movie when you're thinking about it from our perspective now because, you know, it's such an innocent time. The, that coup is, is it, you know, was wonderful, you know? It was yeah. an actual, like, there, there was, a, you know, good guys and bad guys and, you know, the violence was just. <laughs> At least the colonel seemed to know what he was doing, kind of. That's something. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Even with the stupid hairdo. Yeah, stupid hairdo is another parallel. What, what man of his age and rank... Where's that? It must be practical. I don't know. <laughs> it's the only part of the buzz cut he ever let grow. <laughs> and well, doesn't matter. Loved him anyway. I love the colonel. I miss him. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. You'll get him back. Don't worry. Weeks to come. Oh, I, I can't wait. Spoilers. Jeez. <laughs> I love the, like, the different designs on those, like the four like kind of mini displays. Above the kind of uh, circular switch, yeah, like the triangular kind of uh, thing, the just the dotted line. It's a very like old school synth sort of looking dashboard, or or a yeah, an electrical diagram of some sort, which is yeah, essentially the same thing as an old school synth, but dashboard by Korg. It seems like something <laughs> yeah. you'd see in a Daft Punk concert or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. I just want to know which one's the gas. How do I know how much gas I have? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the uh, little switches on the top of the joysticks do? Ah, uh, it's hard to say. Well, there's like two buttons, two buttons and two switches. I don't know. Do you think the, the actual trigger for the, the gun is, you know, literally an index finger sort of thing? Because... I assumed it was the big red thumb buttons, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like you'd want to fire the gun with your thumb. That's well, what I would. Generally, with a gun like that, uh, in a modern setting, it's electrical. It spins up electrically, so you would have to actually hit one button, which is kind of like the safety, because mm. so, it won't fire unless it's spinning. So you'd have to flick one of the thumb switches and then hit the other one to actually fire. Okay. So you think the, like the switches on top are the safeties and then the... And one of them could be or should be. Which one is photon torpedoes? I'm gonna gonna guess it's the one right above the uh, the uh, orange triangle. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they when they cut the more of the side view of them, and you can see that where that um, there's like a big red button on the outside of the handguard on the joysticks, which seems like a terrible 
you'd have to like stretch your thumb out around. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that yeah. seems. Yeah. Or just is move it, your palm over it or something. Yeah. Is it more of a of a like a not a switch or a button, but like a, a rotary like a dial, selector yeah. of some sort? Yeah, a dial yeah, maybe, where you could just maybe. roll your thumb up and down it. I could don't be. know. What is it selecting? It has one gun, right. which is yeah. already overkill for this tiny thing. That's for the intermittent wipers. Well, <laughs> maybe it can shoot regular bullets or like those weird flying orange discs things that we saw last week, right, Richard? Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the, the anime bullets. <laughs> yeah, anime bullets. And then another, oh, another button is for the sound. The woo. It's, oh, okay. That's, <laughs> yes. Maybe it then, makes that sound when you roll it. That's what what you're getting. Right. <laughs> and maybe that's the only function. It doesn't do anything other than go, woo. It's just cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got to have another button to shoot out like the, you know, ring of light. Sorry, there you the go. The lens flare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I yeah, think the we more got you the... guys talk about this, the more it does Makes sound like sense. a Daft Punk yeah, right. concert. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's making sense now. It's all starting to make sense. To me, this is all very logical. <laughs> I like that you've got some with like the caution, like black and white stripes. There's one like at the base of the of the left joystick. Yeah, there is, isn't there? And then there's like a little ring around the odometer. Yeah. Never unhappy to see that. That's just... Because yeah, there's some some like, buttons up there, so I don't know what they might do. Yeah. I mean, that one right under the odometer is probably the self-destruct. What do you think? It does say... I think it says... <laughs> does it say P1, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> it could, potentially. Yeah. I am also... Yeah, like you mentioned, Richard, I'm looking at this other display underneath the map and um, right it's like just unlabeled colored bars so that's full of useful information yeah i was wondering is that like the uh is that like the sound levels from the radio <laughs> right <laughs> it's the that's graphic equalizer <laughs> yeah it's this giant display so uh okay and i i'm guessing the 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 circular thing at the very bottom below the the toggle switch is is like the compass so you can Looks, figure yeah. out that's which way is north and north that's the radio it's a, <laughs> it's, 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 that's it's the visualizer for the radio <laughs> thought it was like a commun- uh, compass for non-euclidean space <laughs> <laughs> i need one of those now thank you wow what a cool vehicle and yet we still don't have them yeah akira promised this this so long ago and we got nothing I know. Well, it was an all-or-nothing deal. Like, you could either have all of Akira or none of it. <laughs> or none of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so no World War Three yet, so. Yeah. Dang. I mean, we got to we got to. I don't know, though. We did, we did get failed Olympics though, in <laughs> Tokyo. Tokyo Olympics in 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's not, no, it's going to be a total success, Richard. You'll see. It'll be great. We got mass street protests. Well, I guess uh, once once you're hearing this episode, you, the listener, already know what a yeah. total debacle the Olympics either was or wasn't, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Regular Tokyo is about to explode. <laughs> so the, I see they, they're flying past in, like, the blurred background. We see, like, uh, some radioactive panel. There's, like, there's some pipe... Uh, which has like a radioactive symbol on it, and the word "up" Jesus, good painted eye. upside down. <laughs> really? What's? Uh, can you give me a second? Uh, I see it. Second I see it. nine. <laughs> second nine. Okay. 
it's painted upside down, but it's pointing off to the left. To the, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know what's going weird. on with that. Yeah. Somebody yeah. put that uh, put that panel on wrong. <laughs> Oops, somebody got fired for that blunder. <laughs> yeah. it, w- it was the only way it fit. It was a leftover piece, and so they, they found a gap that was the right shape and just wedged it in there. Like, who's going to notice in this mile-long room, right? <laughs> well, you guys, are, you guys are looking at this all wrong. The uh, K and Canada are actually inverted. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. You cracked. Well, it's it. hard to tell yeah. with with their their hairs blowing in the wind. So it could be hanging. Sure. Yeah. 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 <sighs> they're they're flying straight up. This is. <laughs> oh, so nice. that that arrow is correct. Which is. <laughs> no wonder their compass is so wonky. It's probably pointing at that uh, that radioactivity source. Mm. Maybe it's the Geiger counter, oh. letting them know their dosage. It's my Geiger yeah, counter impression. What'd you guys think? Could Fairly a, a little work, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. a little more grainy yeah. next time. I appreciate your honesty. There yeah. must be some mistake here. Nothing's wrong. Uh, fade out. Get a fade. Uh, so, yeah. Can we talk about the the term baby room? first we do the <laughs> absolutely I, yeah. I think that's um i mean Ageist? i think if you were gonna let yeah i think if you were gonna let military people name the room that we'll see later they probably would come up with the term baby room so it doesn't feel wrong but it it doesn't feel right either yeah <laughs> It feels disrespectful given the the power disparity between one of them and one of the people yeah. who live in that room. Yeah, and also that the people who live in the room are also like in their late thirties. Yeah, actually, like me. So they're babies. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it, it <laughs> from is my accurate. perspective. <laughs> yes. yeah. What do you call your room? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the baby bourgeois. <laughs> That's extra creepy. All right. <laughs> Yeah. So why why do all the I guess we're talking about the rest of the the radio transmission is why do the soldiers on the radio know the name Tetsuo Shima like that seems like a lot of information for them to know about a patient in a government secret experimental facility <laughs> I, I don't yeah know. they Are do seem it's... to be secret experimental soldiers though you know true right they they all seem to be been given they've been briefed. a certain amount of uh, uh anti fear syndrome or stuff you know cuz uh yeah they they're nuts uh what you see in the next few seconds is just crazy if they know knowing what they know yeah well i don't i don't think they know yet just how powerful tetsuo has become i mean he doesn't he barely knows himself no no clue but yeah but uh you know I will say though, even with their gas masks on, they look scared shitless after. Oh yeah, the, the wall gets crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as they should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of my notes. Very useful note. It says truly frightening. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is a, a point where that what do we we called it sumptuous smoke, right? Oh, the, yeah. the the, mm. the big pink expanding. The, it it has a solidity to it, but then that that gives. Tetsuo something to to react against like when when he does use his his powers to push away right we see it pushing air away like he's he's affecting the ground the ceiling the walls the the air and then it also has this weird like 
implosion afterwards you see it more with the like soldiers being sucked back in but it's it has so many great physics effects that that come out of this just being able to to have this like solid smoke going on here too i think it's really cool looking oh yeah like the way how the the animation of like the walls crumbling as if a sphere is being created inside of them it's like yeah how do you even know what that would look like but Somehow they do, because it's like, this is what it would look like. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying it so far. Yeah, it's amazing. I have, I have not seen it in nature, so uh, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. But one of That's my something. favorite but you, things... But you know this is what it would look like, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so one of my favorite things that happens in the movie, the whole movie, is the the um, that first shot of one of the gas canisters ricocheting, you know, doing the diamond ricochet, you know, ceiling, wall, floor, wall, ceiling. I just dig that. I don't know why. Uh, like you were saying, it's it's a lot about the the physics and their their you know dedication to the detail. You know, and then of course it's trailing here. You know, it almost looks like a, that jet cream puff stuff you get out of the out of a jar. They just mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's dude, very it. solid. It's, totally and cool right when before it starts that ricochet it uh you can see the there's a detonation inside the canister and you could see pieces of ash falling from that explosion right it's so detailed yeah i also love the sound effect that uh comes when the canister the second canister i was gonna say bounces off tetsuo but it bounces off of the air in front of tetsuo right it makes this very metallic oh, yeah. clink yeah when it when it hits nothing essentially and you know it right it uh he stops it with his mind yeah. so. i think that indicates just how unyielding his telekinetic force is you know when it's pushing yeah. you know air and matter away so when it hits it it's hitting something harder than itself and that's why it will clink because yeah. if it was hitting something you know like sort of solidified air it would probably plonk or something a little more yeah. mild yeah yeah, there's like a sharpness to it. Yeah. So that thing is hard. Nothing's getting through. <laughs> so we see on the floor, we see B, arrow, and then 8W. So we do, Kyoko, I think, mentions later. Sub-level 8. Yeah, this is the 8th sub-level. Yeah. Basement, uh, I think B, maybe basement, and then this is the west wing of the 8th uh, sub-level. Sure. And I noticed that he... Uh, he bandaged up his own foot. Tetsuo did. Mm. Oh yeah, sure. and uh, true. Yeah. Once, once I noticed that, it's like, oh, that's probably why the the rest of the bandage is around his neck because he tore a piece off from the bandage around his head in order to bind up his foot. That nice. makes perfect sense. I don't think I yeah. ever noticed that before. Yeah, no, uh-uh. that's cool. I, I think the most impressive bit of Tetsuo's power that we see here is his psychic ability to keep. A hospital gown closed. When you, see, <laughs> when, you, when you see him from the back, it's like perfectly held together, which never, that's like physically impossible. Yeah, it just no, doesn't happen. Never happens. Yeah. So he's very meticulous Again, about I, that, I but he won't. Got fired for that. <laughs> he's very meticulous about that, but he won't take a second to like wipe the drool running out of his mouth. <laughs> what is up with this drool? Because <laughs> it's, it's uh, weird. He seems lucid. But he, like, I would not allow that to continue on my face. But <laughs> He may still be uh, under the effects of the drugs a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And, and they obviously made him drool previously, so, you know. 
Yeah. It's just he's burning it. It's burning out of his system. It'll it's be gone it, soon. This is it's it's been a weird ten minutes for old Tetsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for old just a day in the life. Oh, little Tetsan. Sweats over. Skull yeah. seem to be changing shape here too. Like it definitely seems to be getting oh. more top heavy. Oh, that's one of my favorite things is watching his head get bigger and bigger throughout the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the forehead. Uh, that's what clues you in. Yeah. You could just feel the headache almost like. Yeah, yeah. Like that thing, that, well, that's a melon about to burst right there. It's making his hair run away, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is anyone as afraid as his hair? <laughs> no, no one is. Uh, so, so we this, see that. Go ahead. The forehead eye are taking over. Sorry. <laughs> this hallway setup has a whole very blockade runner sort of feel to it, too, you know? It's a, the troops setting up at, at one end and the. Totally. The, uh, the sort of ominous. Yeah figure marching in from the other end there's a lot of vaguely star warsy stuff going on this week yeah yeah that is pretty cool yeah <laughs> we see this is like the same we saw this shot uh, or no we didn't see this shot but we saw this the doorway to this room from the same angle previously in tetsuo's vision we saw the the little guard kiosk or like yeah. guard booth yeah. there which now has all its glass broken yeah, it's a nice little callback to that shot. Yep. <laughs> now, the, now they mentioning the block rate blockade runner too. This is a. It's also very reminiscent of the end of Rogue One. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> With the lighting a little bit reversed, right? Like the yeah. red yeah. light is yeah. on the on the defender's side. <laughs> I'd love to see that. There's that one guy. Actually, I guess <laughs> there's a couple of guys that are like struggling to get up, and one of them just falls right back down. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I felt really bad for those. When I'm sitting here watching this over and over, I'm looking for those little details. And there's that you know the guy he's on his belly, you know, in a, in a guarded firing position, and all of a sudden just starts getting lifted. And <laughs> he seems a little panicked. Yeah. <laughs> I do not blame him. You know, my my brain also can't help but anthropomorphize these shields that they've got. They do they, look they, like little faces, kind of, don't they? Yeah. It's like, do you, do you ever do you know Scud the Disposable Assassin? It's a comic that Rob Schraub did back in the nineties, probably. It's got a very similar looking face to this, and um, there's the one guy that's got his hand through the what I'm calling the mouth hole on there, and it looks like the face is sticking its tongue out at you. It's, <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, poor shields. Yeah, they're not. Terribly effective when the air starts crushing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever noticed that before. I went back and looked at it just now, and that, that's remarkably low-def robot-looking faces. <laughs> yeah, they do. They look like... Yeah, <laughs> look like Cybermen a little bit. Yeah, Cybermen. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the, the, the magic of, you know, one of these podcasts where you're, you find yourself watching the same minute about 80 times just to get ready. Yep. <laughs> It's almost like if Miyazaki had designed a robot. I know. That's yes. It. Yeah, it's the the head from the the Nashka, uh, protectors. Yeah, yeah, right. Or the yeah the uh, from Laputa. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Richard, you know about these movies? <laughs> I do. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, my daughter and I do uh, Ghibli Minute. So we've done minute oh. by minute analysis of Nausicaa, Laputa. Oh. Right. Uh, 
Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. Don't know why I tried to block that one out. You subjected your daughter to Grave of the Fireflies? Minute by agonizing minute. Minute by minute. (laughs) Oh, I think my daughter's already claimed uh, Whisper of the Heart and uh, The Cat Returns for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten to those yet. We're kind of on hiatus right now in the middle of uh, Kiki. Oof. It's taking a little Akira break to lighten things up in the middle yeah, of Kiki's exactly. delivery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of teens with uh, magical powers. <laughs> yeah, mm. she's just like Tetsuo. So I guess this answers my question from last week in that uh, room A is definitively the baby room. So I've, yes. I've, there was yep. a question about that last time. Was it just the, the douchey doctor's room? But no, it's... It's the that grotesque kindergarten. <laughs> a room. A room. This is, this a, very is, a, this is a room. Yes. This is a room. You could a put this room. on any door to a room and it would be accurate. <laughs> not a closet. It's not the doors outside. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a room. Yeah. Yes. You're not going to find uh, Tommy Wiseau inside. This is just a room. It's not the <laughs> this room. This is just not the room. This is just... <laughs> Although there is a lot of being torn apart in this movie. So. That's true. <laughs> Tetsuo! You're tearing me apart. Kanehirai! <laughs> ah, you're my favorite capsule. <laughs> uh, yeah, so things are not looking good for these soldiers. But now they have, at the end of the minute, they've decided, okay, it's time to just use real guns. Now, is this something that you think he should have shouted loudly in front of the person they were about to use real guns on? <laughs> I mean, seems like a, a misstep. <laughs> you know, lessons learned. <laughs> you know, next time, <laughs> yeah, next time we won't make this mistake <laughs> again, and or any no, mistake ever again. <laughs> That's who it doesn't seem like he would react poorly to some sort of <laughs> confrontational threat. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it could go wrong. Well, they just tried to tear gas him, and he basically went all, you know, medieval on them, so. Maybe smoke can't get through, but bullets will. Mm. Sure. Yeah, why not? It's a worse threat, though. That's all I'm thinking. You know, he's got to be thinking, you know, if he's thinking at all about it. Yeah, that I would, mean, uh, honestly, it doesn't really make a difference, probably. But. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but, I mean, if if the, the commander had, made, had been thinking at all, this is your only chance to, I don't know, play dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just try to get away. You know, you might be able to survive if you don't tell him you're about to shoot him. (laughs) True. But he's not about survival. He's about the mission, which is protecting the baby room. And I don't know know what options he has left to do that. Mm. I think I could have thought of a couple extra things. (laughs) I mean, I might only survived a few more seconds, but, you know, just to be a little creative, guys. Come on. Well, you get in that position. You tell me how much you're thinking rationally. Yeah, although, sure. Although these are we're trained, gonna have to. They're, they're they're trained army dudes, though. So I take your point. Yep. A bad oh, command well. decision was made. Since we can't have our hover bikes because we didn't get all of Akira, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this for you. <laughs> at least not precisely. We'll have to find some alternate. I'll let you know what happens. All righty. <laughs> Sounds good. Anything else, guys, for a uh, minute 58? No, I don't think so. Well, it's no use hiding anymore. Nope. That's that's true. It's totally muda. Uh, well, then, uh, David, Todd, thanks for joining us for Psionic Suyobi. You think you can make it back for Thursday? Yeah, I think I can handle it. All righty. Do you have uh, some sort of 
mnemonic device that will tell me what's going to happen on Thursday, too? Not yet. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll check in with you then. I'll... It's Thionic Thursday. <laughs> Thionic Thursday. <laughs> I'll totally be there, so you've got a whole day to make it up. Yes. All right. Cool. Uh, well, David and Todd and listeners and Richard, we will see you back here on Thursday for more... For another Akira... Akira... That is tomorrow. Chilling vision of things to come.